This is Lex McKee welcoming you to the Monday Mindset, the Monday Mindset or Mindset Monday podcast. Today on the subject of magic words, which words make you feel great? What a great question. Will you answer it? Will you answer it out loud? And if you are um, up for it, answer it out loud in the comments. Words have power if we allow them to. I love words. I love the reaction they can produce. For example, I've got some good news for you. How does that make you feel? Words are like triggering a sleeper in spy movies. The code word awakens the sleeper and the sleeper must awaken. Other genres use the concept too. One of my favourite films is Dune, where Duke Leto speaks to his son on the balcony at night when they're having one of those great moments, life-changing moments. And he looks his son in the eyes and says, the sleeper must awaken. How wonderful that is. If you like that kind of film, hypnotists appear to use trigger words to awaken a planned response. Well, this is going to be a feel-good blog today. It will be way too easy to share with you the words that elicit a bad response from me. But that's not what today's podcast and blog is about. This is a feel-good blog. So we're going to share the words that make us feel great. Joy is one such word. We're into Jolly 2 in this household because of our association with Jolly Brew Tea Company. Jolly is a rather jolly word, isn't it? That word can produce a conditioned, perhaps, but nevertheless, a jolly response. Joy. It gives me tingles, and it reminds me of one of my best friends, Vander North, with whom I recorded, or for whom I recorded, Joy Journey. Joy. Joy to the world. Let's think about words with distinctions and distinctive words. Happiness doesn't actually really do it for me in quite the same way as joy. My names have magic too, since both my first name, Neil, and my reduced middle name, Lex from Alexander, are deeply significant to me. If you remember the story of Rumpelstiltskin, there is power in a name. Adam and Eve were supposed to express their dominion by naming all the animals. Voldemort in Harry Potter was not meant to be named because the storyline gives weight and significance to his name. (gasps) Names summon experiences. And even children to tea. Sam, tea's ready. When they don't respond, Samuel. The name gets longer, doesn't it? Names have power. It's also popular for modern folks to take certain names in vain. Clearly, names are words that have meaning and significance. That's why many of us name our homes, giving it a deeper, richer group of associations to do with the association of warm fuzziness that comes from the word home. Your name has power. But what do you call yourself? Do you describe yourself in empowering words? Or do you call yourself things like stupid or daft or crazy? Your identity is wrapped up in your name and the way you describe yourself. So let's be kinder. Is it time to change your name? If you change your name, maybe you'll change the way you look at yourself. In the last book of the Bible, the book of Revelation, one of the great gifts is to be given a new name. Let me quote from Revelation chapter 2, verse 17. He who has an ear... Let him hear what the Spirit says to the assemblies. To him who overcomes, to him I will give of the hidden manna, and I will give him a white stone, and on the stone a new name written, which no one knows but he who receives it. 
commentators differ on the meaning of that, but the idea is if you won an event in the games, you were given a stone with your name on, and that stone with the name became your ticket to a richer experience that evening at the celebrations. So your name perhaps is your ticket, like your business card, to open doors for you. I would argue that your name is a revelation in itself. And this is one reason why I often ask people the meaning of their name. Neil means champion, and I love that. Alexander means protector of mankind. So there's a name to grow into and a mandate for making a positive difference. I love Sophie, which means wisdom, and Zoe, which means life with a capital L, life to the full, life to the max, abundant life. Names make distinctions between things. Eskimos have many names for snow, apparently 50 names, because it can be a life and death distinction in recognising what type of snow they are encountering. The snow that is safe to take the sledges across might not be suitable snow for building an igloo. Amazing. I know that if I meet someone who bears one of my favourite names, I am unfairly prejudiced in their favour. How silly is that? But how common is this as an experience? Are you the same? Do you have some favourite names? I've got fruitful and hot words. So to joy I add peace. Love is overused, but grace and hope and kindness are big hitters for me too. Thoughtfulness and books are hot words. For Jerry Maguire, if you've ever seen that wonderful film, hello was a magic word, working wonders on his true love. He comes up with this great speech and then she turns to him, looks him in the eye and says, shut up, shut up. You had me at hello. So maybe there's a role for the tone of voice as well. The whole movie, Jerry Maguire, is about words as packets of meaning and vehicles for emotion. Jerry's mission statement kicking off the whole thing. What about safety words? I was fortunate enough to be treated to a burgundy wine dinner, even those words are really yummy, aren't they, at the luxurious Hotel du Vin last week. This was lavishness beyond my current budget, and I was deeply appreciative of the experience. The company was good, and the conversation drifted onto safety words. Apparently, these are code words that deep friends use to trigger an action, covertly. Since my friend will remain anonymous, I feel at liberty to share his safety word. Banana. Banana is a code between him and his partner for when they need to make a graceful yet rapid exit from a scenario. The key is to use the safety word naturally within a sentence. I think this is hilarious, but rather special and frankly, brilliant. It all begins with a word. Both the Jewish and Christian traditions put huge emphasis on what we say and the words we use. I would like to know if other traditions are the same. Genesis, for example, opens with God creating a different future through what he says. The world after what he says is different than the world before what he says. What he says comes to be. What would you say if you were certain, certain that your words spoken out loud would become your reality? What would you say if you knew that what you said would become your future? Ooh. The Gospel of John begins with, in the beginning was the word. The magic works, it seems, with tone, certain words. Do I believe that saying certain words will get magical results? Mm, not really sure. Let me say that I am more certain 
that we get more magical results when we combine words with tones. Confident, faith-filled tones that bring certainty. My best friend is very sensitive to the tone of voice, more than the words themselves. In fact, you've probably heard someone say, don't talk to me in that tone of voice. In the hilarious film A Fish Called Wanda, it was the tone of language that enchanted Jamie Lee Curtis. In the clip I'm thinking about, Jamie Lee Curtis asks John Cleese whether he speaks any Italian, and as he starts to speak Italian, she starts to have quite a strong physical reaction. But then he breaks her state, he's not watching what she's doing, in response to his tone of voice. He says, ah, but I love Russian. And he starts speaking in what something that sounds like Russian, and the results are amazing. In another series I really like, Black Books, Fran, one of the characters, loves the tone of um, her friend's voice when he reads the shipping forecast. So tone of voice is really essential to adding magic to the power of your words. What words work their magic for you? Harry Potter and his magical friends never seemed to get their words to work until they were delivered with conviction. Conviction conveyed through tone of voice and an assertive flick of the wand. Words and way work wonders with an assertive flick of the tongue and congruent body language to back up what you say through the way that you say it. My request today is for you on this Mindset Monday to share some of your magic words or perhaps just one. And I'd ask that you'd give us a little insight into why your magic word works for you, why it is significant, what the secret is of its magic. Thank you. Oh, and do feel free to share your favourite accents too. My belief is powerful. Good words can break evil spells. If you've been going through an evil spell of darkness in your life, there may well be a breakthrough today. I am certain of this. Okay, over to you. I'll kick this off with some names. Samantha is my favourite name because I fell in love with Samantha from Bewitched, a comedy programme I used to watch when I was very young. But perhaps it was just a spell I was going through. This has been Lex McKee on the Mindset Monday podcast. Can't wait to read your comments.